Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include look at the U.S. contractor industry and a quick primer on the mortgage-backed security market. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. Recently named a top 100 firm by Inside Public Accounting, Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, cybersecurity, technology, and other services to the mortgage industry. The firm has also consistently been recognized as one of the fastest growing firms in the country and has been named to the Housing Wire Tech 100 in Mortgage, Accounting Today Firms to Watch, and the Fastest Growing Firms. The firm has also received multiple awards for excellence and firm culture from inside public accounting. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. Very similar to the residential lending industry, according to a new DeWalt Powering the Future survey, nearly half of U.S. contractors say training the next generation is critical for the industry's 2023 growth, followed by contingency planning and resilient supply chain solutions. Despite the widespread layoffs and salary cuts in our business these days, and the spate of experienced talent looking for jobs, at some point there will be hiring, and lenders and vendors will want sources of younger staff. This is also a recurring theme during the MBA's conference earlier this week. What's the difference between government bonds and men? Bonds mature. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't make your eyes glaze over. The question always comes up. When my capital market staff says bonds are going down, do they mean in price or yield? Price is not the same thing as yield, but usually if someone in capital markets says that the market is going down, that typically means that mortgage-backed security prices are going down and rates are going up. I'll give you an example. Let's say a year ago, mortgage-backed security investors were buying 3% Freddie and Fannie securities at par or 100 or dollar for dollar. Now, however, they can buy those same securities and earn 6.5%. Why would anyone want to earn 3% when they can earn 6.5% on their money? No one would. But what if they could buy those 3% securities not at a price of 100, but at a price of 85 or 90 cents on the dollar? And that discounted price gives an investor a yield of 6.5%. At that point, an investor may be indifferent about buying a new bond yielding 6.5% at 100 or an older bond yielding 3% at 85. But wait, there's a little more. Which one is going to be on the books longer? or has less credit risk if the economy moves into a recession. That is reflected in the value of the servicing, so even though the price of the bond can be calculated mathematically, the actual price of the mortgage-backed security will be influenced or muted by other factors. That's the basic reasoning in the price and yield discussion. But moving on to some bond basics, mortgage-backed bonds consist of pooled mortgages on real estate, residential mortgages in our case. But investors in fixed income securities have other options and may shift their purchases and holdings based on minute differences in the perceived value of various instruments. Short-term U.S. Treasury bills, longer-term Treasury securities such as notes and bonds, Treasury inflation-protected securities or TIPS, municipal bonds issued by cities and towns, agency bonds sold to fund federal agriculture education, mortgage lending programs, corporate bonds issued by companies, junk bonds, which are typically corporate bonds, and convertible bonds, which are corporate bonds that can be converted into stock at certain times throughout the term of the bond, are all out there in various ways. 
Many bonds are issued for a specific length of time called term to maturity. A fixed amount of interest gets paid back to the investor every six months or year, and the principal investment gets paid back at the end of the loan period, on what is called the maturity date. In some cases, the interest is paid in a lump sum on the maturity date, along with the principal investment funds. But mortgage-backed securities are different. Borrowers may refinance or sell their home and pay off their portion of the mortgage-backed security. In general, bonds in the secondary market are priced based on their interest rate, their maturity date, and their bond rating. Notes with higher interest rates and more years left until maturity are worth more than those with low rates and those that are nearing maturity. But as noted a few times above, mortgage-backed securities have the added complexity of prepayment risk influencing the prices that investors will pay. And investors often demand a higher yield to compensate for the possibility of prepayment. As noted, a mortgage-backed security is a debt security that is collateralized by a mortgage or collection of mortgages. A mortgage-backed security is an asset-backed security that enables investors to profit from the mortgage business without the need to directly buy or sell home loans. Lenders may issue their own mortgage-backed securities or sell loans to aggregators who do that or sell loans to Freddie Mac or Fannie Mae or securitize FHA and VA loans through the Ginny Mae program. Mortgage-backed securities often end up with insurance companies or pension funds. When an investor buys a mortgage-backed security, it is essentially lending money to home buyers. In return, the investor gets the right to the value of the mortgage, including interest principal payments made by the borrower. Lenders selling the mortgages they hold enables banks to lend mortgages to their customers with less concern over whether the borrower will be able to repay the loan. The bank acts as the middleman between mortgage-backed security investors and home buyers. And who's servicing the loan matters, especially during times of refinancing. Let's talk about Ginny, Fannie, and Freddie for a second. As a response to the Great Depression in the 1930s, the government established the Federal Housing Administration, or FHA, to help in the rehabilitation and construction of residential houses. The agency assisted in developing and standardizing the fixed-rate mortgage and popularizing its usage. In 1938, the government created Fannie Mae, a government-sponsored agency, to buy the FHA-insured mortgages. Fannie Mae was later split into Fannie Mae and Ginny Mae to support the FHA-insured mortgages, Veterans Administration, and Farmers Home Administration-insured mortgages. In 1970, the government created another agency, Freddie Mac, to perform similar functions to those performed by Fannie Mae. Freddie and Fannie charge guarantee fees, or G fees. Why? They guarantee timely payments, principal, and interest on these mortgage-backed securities. Even if the original borrowers fail to make timely payments, both institutions still make payments to their investors. Know that the government does not guarantee Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. If they default, the government is not obligated to come to their rescue. However, the federal government does provide a guarantee to Ginny Mae. Unlike the other two agencies, Ginny Mae does not purchase mortgage-backed securities, thus it comes with the lowest risk among the three agencies. Does that help? We had a third straight rally in the bond markets yesterday, despite the release of a better-than-expected advance reading of third-quarter GDP, which gives the Fed an argument to continue its aggressive rate hikes. Treasury and mortgage-backed security prices also rose despite the day's $35 billion seven-year note auction meeting weak demand. Real GDP increased at an annual rate of 2.6% in the third quarter, ending a two-quarter streak of negative GDP prints. Separately, durable goods orders increased 0.4% month-over-month in September, 
less than expected due to some softening in business spending, which was evident in the 0.7% decline in non-defense capital goods orders excluding aircraft. These numbers suggest that the economy held up well in the third quarter as it started to acclimate to rising interest rates. Rates do seem to be on an inescapable path upward. The ECB hiked its policy rate 75 basis points yesterday, as expected, adding that they had made substantial progress toward removing policy accommodation. And this week's primary mortgage market survey from Freddie Mac saw the 30-year mortgage rate exceed 7% for the first time in over 20 years. For the week ending October 27th, the 30-year and 15-year rates rose 14 basis points and 13 basis points, respectively, to 7.08% and 6.36%. Today's economic calendar is busy, and we've already seen September personal income and spending up 0.4 and 0.6% as expected, along with Q3 employment costs, 1.2% as expected, and core PCE prices, which came in up 5.1%. Later this morning brings final October Michigan sentiment, pending home sales index for September, and following yesterday's ECB meeting, the Bank of Japan will be out with its latest decision. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse than 8 to a quarter, and the 10-year yielding 3.99 after closing yesterday at 3.94%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. We're approaching Halloween and the weather is turning cold here, so the other day I picked up a hitchhiker. <laughs> he seemed like a nice guy. After a few miles, I asked him if he wasn't afraid that I might be a serial killer told me that the odds of two serial killers being in the same car were extremely small. (laughs) Thanks again to Richie May, a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. To learn more, visit richiemay.com. about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.